depth. It's something that has eluded Tennessee at a number of positions with coaching changes and, and such, but now it appears as if Tennessee is adding a lot of depth, and that's good news for the Vols. So Jacob Warren joins us, the Vol Report, brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. And Jacob, thanks for the time. I want to address the depth of the tight end position, because even though you guys lose Princeton fan, it, it looks like it's a deeper group to me. But first of all, just to, uh, across the board, in the two years that Josh Heupel has been on board, how deeper is this team 1-85? to 85? Yeah, I mean, I think, obviously, like, it takes time, right? It takes time to kind of rebuild from from what had happened whenever Pruitt ended up leaving and, and, and Coach Hype gets hired. Um, obviously, we lost a lot of guys with the portal and um, continue to, to lose quite a bit of guys, you know, as we've gone on the past couple seasons. And, um, yeah, you got to do a lot of, of recruiting. You got to do a lot of replacing and, and get guys in the portal, get guys from high school. And so um, just takes time. And I think we're getting to the point where, you know, at least in my in my room, right, we feel comfortable with with the the number of players that we've got in our room now. You know, we've we've gone into weeks where the tight end position is pushing, you know, three people, right. And we, we've only travel, only travel three guys to the games. And um, sometimes we're playing two at a time, sometimes playing three at a time. So it's, it's pretty, um, it's been pretty crazy and been pretty, uh, you know, just kind of have to go get it. And, and you don't have much option other than to, to, to stay in the or, or, you know, if your buddy's tired, it's, oh, I got to suck it up and I've got to go. So um, it, it's, it'll be great to kind of see this, uh, kind of play out and, and see how many, you know, these numbers of how many plays we can really get to be ready to play and, and have a good, a good group that can rotate in and, and go make plays. So other than short yardage, it looked like to me, and I certainly could have missed it, um, but you guys don't sub a lot because you want to keep the tempo high. Yeah. It's pretty much you and Princeton that were alternating series. Is that an oversimplification or about right? That's right. That's correct. Okay. So yeah. what, so when you when you go into each game, uh, I'm, and don't give anything away here, but with Princeton, did, were there plays that played to each of your strengths, or was it pretty much the play call is going to be the play call based off what the defense does? Yeah, it, the play call was the play call. It was, you know, and like obviously unless you get into the, the situations where Princeton is having the ball handed to him right <laughs> and on the goal line where he's playing running back right um that's that, that's a little bit different i don't think they i don't think i'm lining up at five yards and and taking a handoff into the c gap but um no yeah it, it was you know whoever's in there it, like it doesn't even matter right and it sounds bad but to the coach in the box it's we're all just pieces and we're all just bodies and and he quite literally half the time didn't, didn't even know which tight end was in the game right it was just a matter of you know all right, there's a fresh body. Like we're rolling. Like we're we're going because because you know obviously the goal is is every guy should be able to play in every single play, right? Like we all should be able to play all the snaps, and um, you know they trust him in the box. It's the same way that they trust me in the box, and they trust me to go run routes the same way they trust him to go run routes. So um, yeah, it was truly just called, you know, based on what the defense is doing, based on the situation, and and it um, almost was kind of you know some games it kind of worked out weird where. You know, it seemed like every single drive that I would get would go for 12, 13 plays. Yeah. And every drive that he would get would go for three plays and we would score and we'd be off the field or vice versa. You know, every every drive that I would get, we, we might go three and out. 
and then he would be on a long drive and then I'd be like, all right, my chance to go back. Let's go get another long drive. Oh man, three and out again. And so it, it kind of plays out weird. And, um, you know, it, you, it maybe not every single game balances out exact number of reps, but we do flip. We well did flip series, right? Like, you know, back and forth, back and forth and just kind of have it played out and is how it played out. Is that weird though, to go out there and let's say you catch three passes for 45 yards, help, help lead the offense to a touchdown and, and things are going great. And then no matter how great you do with the way the rotation is, it's like, all right, buddy, hit the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, that's man. I, I've been thankful that, that Princeton has been on the same boat as me, as far as like, man, like it's say you have a drive like that, where, you know, one of us catches, catches a big, a, it makes a big play or whatever, or, or has two or three catches in a drive and you're feeling good. You're feeling hot. Like it was truly like, Hey man, like your turn, like go get yours, right? Like go, go do the same thing. Go make plays. Like, and because just because, you know, there's obviously multiple aspects of it, but you know, our, our defense played really well a lot this year. And so again, say you, you've got those three catches and there's a drive that's eight plays long, eight plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Uh, we come off the field, you know, you're tired after that, right? Especially the tempo we play. Defense goes out, gets three and out. It's been maybe five minutes, actual minutes, or, you know, or just a couple actual minutes, right? Right. And so it's like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I can go again. Like, you get, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's the the physical aspect of it, but also just the understanding of, of yeah, man, we're, we're it's it's 1A and 1B, and, and the A and B is not necessarily to, to, to rank them, but truly just, you know, we're interchangeable, and, and we were able to just kind of roll, in and they trusted us to do everything, which is really cool. Yeah, so, I mean, the flip side that I want to stay in the game because I'm in a zone is, that blame it, I'm tired. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't <laughs> argue with that. Like, you, <laughs> And it's real, like, they, and that's something that they accept and that they, you know, and they encourage you to, to communicate, right? They encourage you to be like, hey, man, like, I I don't feel great. Like, I, I need a couple more minutes. And because, again, because we're interchangeable, like, they'd rather have the freshest body and the person that's going to be able to go out there for the longest and, and give the most and, and play the fastest and play the hardest. And um, you got to be real with yourself and say, yeah, if I can't do that, then you go ahead, man. Like, it's your turn. Like, go do it. And, you know, when you need a break, I'll, I'll come get you out of the game. So just another sign, really, of, of how selfless this team has been or was in 2022. And I expect it to continue. Brought to you by Bassy Lawn and Garden of All Report. When it comes to industrial, commercial, even residential mowers, they have the buying power of Bassey Lawn and Garden. It's worth the drive in Cleveland, Tennessee, from Knoxville, from Nashville, from Chattanooga, Man Alive, it's worth the drive. Bassey Lawn and Garden, everything you could need for your lawn maintenance for your business or also, of course, for your residential area. That's the Vol Report brought to you by Bassy Lawn and Garden. So why can't you line up at running back? That's what I want to see. I'm, I will have shirts printed if you if you line up at running back and score. Do you, would you feel comfortable with that? Man, I think that's what it is. I don't know. I've not, I haven't done that since I was like seven years old. I haven't been handed <laughs> the ball. So I don't think – I don't know if that's necessarily something I feel super comfortable doing. But, man, I think it would be fun. I think it would be cool. I'm not quite the, uh, the shifty – you know what I mean – light on my feet, like make jump cuts and stuff. So if they can clear a hole, I mean, I'll run through it and put my head down and just go use big body to get a couple yards. But, um, I mean, we have running backs for that and we had Princeton fan for that. So I'll leave that to them and I'll just, you know, kind of do my thing and maybe, maybe do a little pop pass or something off the power. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, if, if you decide to do that, shirts will be, shirts will be printed. You guys are suddenly, because I mean, you talk about, uh, 
having to go on a road trip and take three tight ends and you might play three tight ends in a particular play. Well, somebody goes down, you're quickly hamstrung as far as what the coaches can call. And, and suddenly you and I were going through it before the show. You're looking at, at about eight guys in that tight end room. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Just, just, um, one, obviously the, the, um, thought of having, you know, that many bodies in the fall and, and being able to have guys to rotate and, and that you can trust to go play. Um, but two, just the competition that's going to be in our room, you know, it'll be healthy. You know what I mean? It'll be guys, you know, truly competing for spots and, um, it'll be great to see how the younger guys react and how the younger guys, you know, treat this opportunity. If they look at it as, you know, Oh, it's scary, right. There's so many people to beat or so many people to try to, you know, I mean, outplay or whatever. And they'll have to learn to either, you know, suck it up and go get it or, 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 or they'll drown and they'll fall behind. So um excited to kind of, I guess, yeah. I don't know. I, I've been starting for a few years, right. But so excited to lead them through that journey of the competition. But I mean, at the same time, it's me too. Like I've got to, I've got to make sure that I'm not getting passed up by any of these newbies. So um we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'm super excited. I think you're okay. I'm just <laughs> now I, I did watch some tape of the transfer from UC Irvine and you have, you and I've talked about him brief, briefly, but I really like him. Uh, McAllen Castles, um, what, have you have you gleaned much from them? I mean, I know you guys haven't been in practice or anything, but is is there any way to kind of give me a thumbnail of what he is athletically? Athletically, like man, really don't know. Um, he was dealing with some with some medical stuff, as far as I know. So haven't actually seen him compete, haven't seen him run, haven't seen him hit, haven't seen him, you know, do much. But um, yeah, as far as just off the field and you know, the way that he interacts with us, with me, with you know, all the other tight ends has been great. And, and I'm super excited for him to, to just be a part of this. Right. And, and to be here, he's super uh, starstruck is the right word. Um, super appreciative of just Tennessee. Right. And just how, how nice our complex is, how, you know, many resources we have as far as nutrition and, and um, recovery and different things like that. Cause obviously coming from UC Davis, he's, you know, they might not have had the best facilities or might not have had the most, you know what I mean? Just ample supplies or whatever for the guys to have. So he's been super appreciative and just super happy to be here. And, and I, I like the way that he works every day. I like the attitude that he brings. And so I think he'll fit right in. Uh, Ethan Davis, everybody wants to hear about him. Um, you know, part of that is maybe my fault because I look at the guy and I think he's uh, a super athletic guy could, could use a coaching at the tight end position kind of reminds me of, of many of those basketball players that mm-hmm. then played tight end and in, in college and in, in the NFL. What's your take on Ethan so far? Yeah, obviously again, similar. I haven't seen him uh, play a lot, right. I haven't, I haven't like watched any of his film, um, but I have been around him quite a bit and I can tell that he's an extremely athletic kid, kind of like you were mentioning. Um, and we'll be able to do a lot of cool things on the field. And, and, um, you know, with a young guy like that, you always just wonder, like, will he be able to, you know, process? Will he be able to compete? Will he be able to handle the stress of school and of practice and, you know, coaches getting on him and, you know, the playbook is, is expanding very quickly and all these things that, you know, you wonder about a new incomer. So, um, yeah, hopefully I, I think I have faith in him. I think he'll be able to come along and, and again, similar to McAllen, he's, he's, he's fit fit right in and, and gets along with everybody really well. So excited for that as well. 
And then another Knoxville guy, uh, yeah. another Knoxville tight end, and uh, Cody Duncan uh, for Catholic via Virginia Tech. And uh, by the way, in case people weren't watching, it seemed like that uh, Tennessee last year got a pretty good transfer from Virginia Tech. Um, yeah, hopefully number two. Come, hopefully number two is here. So <laughs> yeah, I think the hand and hooker thing worked out pretty well. Yeah. So uh, what what do you think of what do you think of Cody? Yeah, Cody's great too, man. I think it's cool because <clears throat> somehow, some way, uh, my my oldest brother knows him and knows his, his brother and, and like his mom and stuff. I think through through the YMCA, which is where my where my brother works, and um, so I've heard, I've known about Cody. I've heard about Cody and and knew he was coming in, and um, you know, it's cool just because it feels like we've known each other for a while, right? And so he's super comfortable around all the guys and. Um, Again, just excited to to get to get going with him and and compete alongside of him and uh, yeah, just build a relationship. And then uh, Luke Schaus, uh transfers in from uh, Ole Miss. Um, it, it's it's always interesting to me to see a guy go from one SEC program to another. Your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean it's it's truly just a matter of of where he feels comfortable. I'm pretty sure he's a Tennessee guy. Um, I think grew up in like middle Tennessee, I, I believe um, could be wrong there, but <clears throat> um, yeah, maybe whether it's to be closer to home or, or just that program wasn't working out for him. Um, obviously I think we're all to the point, especially with this transfer portal stuff of, you know, most people just kind of look at it as whatever's best for the individual. And, and I've mentioned that before and with people leaving here, um, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily really matter, I guess, if it's at the SEC, some people might care about it, but you know, he found a home, and, and and we're happy to have him. Yeah, he's he's from Nolansville. He's he was listed as an offensive tackle for mm-hmm. Ole Miss. Do you, do is that decision been made? To your knowledge, if he's going to be tight end or or play on the line? I was just I was told by him, or you know, I mean, he comes in and he's like, yeah, I think, <laughs> I'm, playing, I think I'm playing tight end. Like <laughs> I, I played offensive tackle there. Like I'm pretty sure playing tight end here. So um, obviously, we hope to have a big body, um, bigger than like taller than me, bigger than me. Obviously, he played off at the tackle, so um, hopefully he can come and help us out again, depth-wise, uh, in the box, and, and hopefully spread him out a little bit and go create some mismatches on the perimeter. Where are you now? Because when I last saw you, you were a solid 6'5". You're still in your early 20s. Have you grown at all? Yeah, the knees have been hurting a little bit recently. I think I'm up about 6'6 six, six or so. <laughs> yeah, wow. About 6'6". Six, six. Um, still trying to put on a little bit more weight, about 250 right now. So uh, just kind of continue to and just develop my body and develop into into a solid player and just keep on growing. That's all I can do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jacob has growing pains. I have olding pains. <laughs> and then some some guys that uh, further out that depth, uh, Hunter Salmon, Charlie Browder, uh, Titus Rohr. I mean, again, I mean, we're talking about, if I'm doing my math right, we're talking about basically one, two, three, four, five, eight players in the tight end group. That's incredible. Yeah, un- well, not unheard of. I feel like a lot of places have quite a quite a bit of depth at tight end, uh, and those are usually places that use multiple tight end sets and stuff like that. But um, yeah, for the past little while here, it, it it's not been that deep, and just with again the transfer portal and injuries and everything like that, it, it's it's uh, been pretty crazy. So excited for sure to to be able to experience a, a spring ball with with a lot of depth, and then you know a summer camp, and then even a season. So looking forward to it. I know you're a guy that makes his decision is committed and and moves forward but it's human nature to always wonder 
what if. Since you made your decision, any second guessing at all? Or are you able just to push that out of your mind and be done with it? Yeah, I've got to just tell myself that like, you can't look back, right? There's no point in looking back because I already made the post. Like, <laughs> technically, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't do it, right? I think the deadline's passed, so it's, it's, it doesn't matter anymore. But, well, that's true. Um, yeah, so – yeah, it's about just just uh, pushing forward, man, and just trying to see the see the good things. You know, there's obviously, and I knew this, there was good things about leaving, right? But um, there's also a lot of good things in staying. And so, um, anytime those thoughts, you know, come in my head of, of man, what what if, what would happen, where would I be right now? Um, Got to just cover them up with with thoughts about about how good you know it's going to be now. But I got this amazing apartment, and um, you know, I got a lot of depth in the tight end room we're talking about right now, and I really enjoy being around all the guys and. Um, excited to kind of step into this man, this six year and this this big leadership role that I've got ahead of me, and um, just excited for all the opportunities. And uh, with Craven Wings, you've you've got all the wings you can eat, and there is no yes, better sir. food than wings. I will just go ahead and say that they call me the Wing King. <laughs> the Wing King, <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. The Wing King returns. His the reign wing. is not over. <laughs> that's right, the Wing mm-hmm. King. I absolutely love it. Now maybe that's a T-shirt. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to figure that, it out. Yeah, that feels like that's already done. Bassy Lawn and Garden, nice enough to be a part of uh, the Vol Report with Jacob Warren. Certainly appreciate those guys. Man alive, it's worth the drive. They've got everything you need in Cleveland, Tennessee, whether you're in Knoxville, Chattanooga, or Nashville. The buying power they have there will save your fleet a lot of money for your business, or maybe you have a landscaping company industrial and commercial mowers. He's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.